On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, it's game week. How are the New England Patriots and other defenses going to defend the Eagles different this year compared to last year? Plus, our fans have some stat-based questions for me on both offense and defense. All that and more on a Monday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. You are Lockdown Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in Eagles fans to a Monday edition of the show. As I mentioned, it's game week. The Eagles kick off the 2023 regular season this Sunday against the New England Patriots in Foxborough at 425. We got you covered right here on Locked On Eagles Monday through Friday. Every single day, we're going to get you ready for this game. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Tomorrow, Gino and I are going to dive deep into this matchup. Wednesday, we have another deep dive on the rookie class, which we're going to do every single Wednesday. What do we expect from the young Eagles this season? Thursday, crossover Thursday with Lockdown Patriots host Mike Debate. All that and more, we have a jam-packed week for you as we kick off the 2023 season. Season number six for Gino and I for the Lockdown Eagles. So, so excited to see what year six brings. Hopefully it's a Super Bowl ring. And if they play nearly as well as they did in 2022, they're going to have an unbelievable chance. And that's what I want to dive into to kick things off this week on the podcast is... How are things going to be different in 2023 than 2022? And in certain ways, because everything's different. Every single year, the path a team takes, whether it's for better or worse, never looks the same as the previous year. Even the most consistent dynasties in NFL history, the path always looks different. Today, I want to get into when it comes to a difference from 2023 to 2022, is how defenses are going to attack Jalen Hurts and this high-octane offense that last year, I think, by far, was the most complete offense in football. When it comes to their ability to pass the football, when it comes to their ability to run different ways they can pass the football, different ways they can run the football, I think this was the most unstoppable offense, and I don't even think it's close. I mean, of course, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, these teams are units, San Francisco as well. But the most complete offense in 2022, definitely the Birds, from just a perspective of how many things they can do to beat you. So this year... Defenses are always trying to figure out, you know, how can we now be ahead of the curve? How can we figure out how to stop what we just saw last year? How do you stop the Philadelphia Eagles offense? Clearly what defenses did last year did not work. So how is Bill Belichick this week? How are the rest of the defensive coordinators this season going to game plan for this team in different ways? Because again, the Eagles can beat you in just any way they want, basically. And that makes them so difficult to beat, defend, to guard. I mean, their quarterback in his own right can beat you anyway from inside the pocket, throwing outside the pocket against the blitz, RPO game, running the football, the power run game, jukes to the outside, making guys miss in the open field. I think they're wide receivers. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they can beat you with the deep ball. They can beat you in the contested catch game, run after the catch ability, over the middle, screens. I mean, their run game. They can beat you any way now. You need a receiving back. They got DeAndre Swift, and they've got Kenneth Gainwell. You need a power back that can break off home run runs like, you know, a Jay Ajayi in 2017. You've got a Rashad Penny. You need a guy to beat the New York Giants. You got a Boston Scott. So they have so much complete personnel 
on offense that it makes them so complete overall. So what will defenses try? I think one thing they're going to really try to take away from the jump is maybe the thing that made the Eagles the most dangerous last year from a schematic perspective, not from a just pure execution standpoint. What was the thing the Eagles schemed up that was the most dangerous? I think it was the RPO game, right? I mean, with Jalen Hurts, with that offensive line, and that run game, with those passing weapons, I mean, it's pick your poison. Like, sign up. What way do you want to get cut? I mean, because that's the, the way the Eagles are going to get you. So I think the RPO game, that's going to be something I think defenses are really going to try to solve. I think you're going to see that from Bill Belichick on Sunday. The issue is for defenses is if you take away the RPO game and you're trying to force this offense to be, quote-unquote, more traditional. Well, last year when they were traditional and they weren't using the RPO game, Jalen Hurts' passing metrics were top two in almost every category you can think of. I mean, again, he was number one in most inside-the-pocket passing numbers in 2022. So, yes, defenses are going to try to take away the RPO from a schematic perspective. But, again, this team is just so talented on offense that if they have to just play simple football on that side of the ball, it's still going to be really tough to beat them. I don't think teams are going to blitz as much. I think you saw that a lot in the first half of the year because it gave Jalen Hurts some trouble. This offense was not good with hot reads yet. Didn't feel like they had an outlet when a linebacker was crashing through the A-gap. Some of that was on Jalen Hurts not processing things in time. Still was a little bit of a work in progress there the first eight weeks of the year. A lot of that was on the play calling too, not having an option. Maybe it's because they relied too much on Jalen Hurts' mobility to get outside the pocket and escape that blitzer, make things happen outside of structure. Um, but I think that's what happened early on last year. And then slowly against Arizona, against Jacksonville, the second half of the year against Pittsburgh, Green Bay, you started to see against Dallas. The Eagles figured out the blitz. Jalen Hurts figured out the blitz. I don't know if you're going to see offenses or defenses really go all out and attack the Eagles in that way now because Jalen is such an elite processor. Compared to even a year ago today, he is on another level. So I think you're going to see a lot of light boxes. They're going to try to stop the Eagles' deep ball, which was killer for defenses last year. Try to stop the deep ball of A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and probably... They have two more, I think, better deep options than they did last year and improved Quez Watkins and Olamide Zacchaeus. I mean, Zach Pascal was not a threat to beat you over top. Plus the running backs now that could be involved in the deep ball game, DeAndre Swift, wheel routes down the sideline against linebackers. The Eagles' vertical game is one of the most dangerous things they do. I think defense is definitely going to keep these back too deep. I don't think they're going to blitz much. Although if I was a coordinator... With the way this offense is so talented, I, to me, I'm going, I would just go after him. I would probably blitz pretty heavily. I'm very curious to see what Bill Belichick does on Sunday. That's going to be a great test to see how defenses are going to guard the birds this year. How, what better way to see what happens than having the, maybe the greatest defensive mind in NFL history get the first crack at Jalen Hurts in this offense with no film on what the Eagles are doing this year so far as it's the season opener. What does Bill Belichick dial up. That's going to be a really interesting thing to watch. It might be a hint of what's to come. Could be a trend. It also depends on how it works, though. If the Eagles bag 40 on New England's defense, doesn't matter what kind of resume Bill Belichick has, you know, defenses are going to throw that out the window for sure. And again, you know, they're going to try to attack what the 2022 Eagles did well, that is opposing defenses, but the Eagles are going to add more to the fold, too. I think they're going to have more screens this year, pre-snap motion, as I mentioned, throwing to the running backs, maybe some trick plays. You saw that in training camp. 
So the Eagles, they're going to try to stay ahead of the curve as well and not try to just run it back. Obviously, you're not going to change everything you did last year. If it isn't broken, don't fix it. Do what you did that got you to the Super Bowl and were a few plays away from getting a ring. But Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, this whole offense knows how to stay ahead of the curve, and they know that defenses are going to try to stop what they did last year. So you got to find different ways to make them think and not be predictable. And I don't think the Eagles' offense will be predictable at all this year. And even if they were, again, they're just so talented that I don't know how you can stop this offense. I mean, I think the only way they regress this year is by mental mistakes, self-inflicted wounds like turnovers, things like injuries. I think that's what could really hurt this football team. But how defenses are going to attack them, good luck. I would not want to be that defensive coordinator in 2023. All right, guys, stat-based questions from our listeners coming up next Offense first, who leads the team in receiving yards? How many passing yards does Jalen Hurts get? All that and more coming your way. Today's show is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The football season kicks off this Thursday. Chiefs-Lions, there's no better way to get in on the action than with Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game. Just pick between two to five players, select whether they're going to go higher or lower than one of their stats, then do what you usually do and spend kickoff night watching the game. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. It's legal in over 30 states. It's a ton of fun. If you want to build your dream team today, head over to their easy-to-use mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code LOCKEDON, and not only will Underdog double your first deposit of up to $100, but they're also going to have a Pick'em special live now in their Pick'em lobby. Patrick Mahomes has just one yard for your pick to be correct. Remember, that's Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with the promo code LOCKEDON. Use the link in the description or scan the QR code. If you're watching us on YouTube, we thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring Lockdown Eagles today. All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Monday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, kicking off game week, Eagles-Patriots, this Sunday at 425 to kick off the 2023 regular season. Now on the show, I'd like to do what we've done every year, six seasons now of running Lockdown Eagles. We go to listeners and we ask what stat-based questions do they have? So it's kind of a mailbag, but it has to do with only, I only want numbers-based questions for 2023. So we went to our listeners, want to start with offense, segment three, we'll do defense. So here's what we got from some of our loyal everydayers. Question number one. Does Jalen Hurts reach 4,000 passing yards in 2023? Does he break Carson Wentz's single-season passing yards record that he set in 2019? Which was, by the way, crazy considering the receivers Carson has. Does Jalen Hurts break that record? Does he get over 4,000 passing yards? I think absolutely. He would have got it last year, I think, if he doesn't get hurt. Also, the Eagles are blowing out teams so much in the second half that he didn't have to throw the football for two quarters pretty much every single game. I think a lot of these games are going to be closer this year. The schedule is a lot tougher. I think they're going to throw the football more. And I also think, I'm not going to say they're going to use him less in the run game, but I do. It, maybe it's going to decrease a little bit, and I do think you'll see the passing volume increase just based on how good he is, the step he's going to take this year in that area. Again, I think the game is going to be closer. You're not always going to be beating teams by 30, which is what it felt like last year. Games were over an hour and a half in. So I think Jalen Hurts does reach 4,000 passing yards. I think he breaks Carson's record. I think Jalen Hurts is going to own most Eagles passing number records by the time his career is done. So I would say yes, absolutely. I think he's going to stay healthy. They're going to throw more. Game's going to be closer. Yeah, I think he surpasses 4,000 passing yards. Uh, Does he reach double-digit rushing touchdowns again for the third year in a row? I'll say no. I don't think he's going to go from like 10 to 4 or 5. 
but I don't think you're going to see him get in the double digits again. Maybe I would say like six to eight is probably the line that I would draw there. I think they're going to want to use him a little less in the power run game, which is how he got injured against the Chicago Bears. Obviously, that's what Jalen does best, so you're not going to remove that entirely from the game plan. But I think, again, there's going to be a small reduction as the passing goes up. I think you'll see them use running backs more in the red zone. I think you'll see a lot of Rashad Penny. So I don't think he gets to double-digit touchdowns. I think in the playoffs combined, he will. Um, I think he'll be close. I would predict, again, like six to eight. I think the usage will go down just a bit, and I also think the passing touchdown numbers are going to go up. So, like, does he get 10 rushing touchdowns? No. Might go down to, like, seven. But I think his passing touchdowns are going to definitely increase, for sure. Okay, let's go to running back now. Got some questions from our listeners. Which running back leads the team in rushing yards? Simply put, I will say DeAndre Swift. I think DeAndre Swift is the most talented running back this backfield has in Philadelphia. I think he's the one that's going to stay the healthiest compared to at least, you know, him versus Rashad Penny. I think DeAndre Swift is the best overall player you have. I mean, just that one move he made against Baltimore, the juke was unbelievable. I think Swift is your, you know, workhorse. I don't even want to use that word in a four-headed running back by committee, but I'll say he's your featured back in this committee approach. So I'll say DeAndre Swift leads the team in rushing yards. And then let me expand this question. When it comes to receptions and receiving yards, I think Swift leads that over Kenneth Gainwell as well. Again, Kenny G is a very reliable receiver. Jalen Hurts doesn't throw to the running back a whole lot. Maybe it's because Miles Sanders just couldn't catch. But he did rely on Kenneth Gainwell a lot the last two years, especially in the two-minute drill. Kenny G has played, you know, in the slot at times in Philly, also at Memphis when he was in college. Definitely a dynamic athlete in the open field, very versatile. But I think DeAndre Swift has another level of explosiveness, another gear that Gainwell does not have, and his hands, he's got receiver-like hands. I mean, A.J. Brown said it himself in training camp. It's like having another receiver out there when Swift is out there. So I think DeAndre dominates the stats. I think he leads the team in rushing yards, receptions, receiving yards, and snaps. I would say who leads the backfield in touchdowns? That, I would say, is Rashad Penny. Also, yards per carry, I'm going to say, is Rashad Penny. In NFL history, There's only one player, two players that average 5.7 yards per carry or higher with at least 250 career carries. And one of those guys is Rashad Penny. He is Mr. Efficient. The Eagles are going to keep his touches down all year. I'd say like six to eight carries a game. So to me, that just breeds efficiency, like his yards per carry, especially with that, you know, few carries each game, I think it's going to skyrocket. So I think Rashad Penny leads this team in yards per carry. All right, let's keep going. Stack questions. Let's go to the receiver group here. Some questions from our listeners on Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Quez Watkins, Olmid Zacchaeus. How many receivers get to 1,000 yards? This also does include tight end Dallas Goddard. Last year was close. If Dallas Goddard doesn't get injured, he might have 1,000 yards. But does that mean all three of him, Devontae, and A.J. all get there? I'm not sure because if Goddard doesn't go down, does that volume Devontae Smith saw totally increase like it definitely would have still increased but to the level it did like Devontae Smith in the second half of the year was the go-to receiver even over A.J. Brown for Jalen Hurts and even with Gardner Minshew in his case in those two games that he started so I think Devontae Smith is going to get to a thousand yards again even if Goddard's healthy I think A.J. Brown does as well I'll say Goddard doesn't get there he's in like the 800 to 900 yard range I think it'll be close again the Eagles will throw the football more this year but There's more mouths to feed. There's, of course, injury histories to A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard. 
Um, Quez Watkins, I think, will get more involved this year. Again, Zacchaeus is an upgrade over Pascal. They're going to throw more to running backs. So I'll say Brown and Smith still surpass 1,000 yards. I think Goddard will come up just a little short. So I think the numbers are going to look pretty similar to what it was last year. This I like this one too. Which, uh, okay, between these two duos, more receiving yards combined. Quez Watkins and Kenneth Gainwell versus Olamide Zacchaeus and DeAndre Swift. Because we all know how where, where I stand here if you listen to the show. Quez Watkins, I think, is going to be the featured wide receiver three. Even though I like Zacchaeus a lot, I think Quez is going to really bounce back in 2023. So I think he has more receiving yards than Zacchaeus. The deep ball game, I think, is going to come back to Quez. Um, Swift is going to have more receiving yards, though, than I think Gainwell does. I think the gap between Watkins and Zacchaeus will be bigger than Swift and Gainwell. So I think it's going to actually be pretty close. This is a great question from one of our listeners. I Because, you know, between the two, it was like two great duos that they formed. I would say Quez and Gainwell combined for more receiving yards than Zacchaeus and Swift. But really great questions on the offensive side of the ball. I've never had more fun looking at stats in the 2022 season for offense, for defense. It almost felt like Madden. You know when you're just dominating a game and you can't wait to look at the box score afterwards? That's what it felt like after each Eagles game. It's like everybody had, it felt like over 100 receiving yards and two touchdowns and each guy on defense had three sacks. I mean, by the end of the year, that box score was beautiful. I mean, I should print it out and put it in the studio because you'll never see those kind of numbers again. But 2023, I think it's going to look pretty damn good. And I think it's going to look just as good on the defensive side of the football. Defensive stat-based questions coming up right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by eBay Motors. Our partners over at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit. Ooh, and I like this one. It's James Cook, the Buffalo Bills running back. He's going to have, again, the Bills don't run the football a lot, but James Cook is going to be the key go-to receiving back, especially with Nyan Himes out for the year. James Cook's going to be... I think the lead workhorse running back in that backfield from a snap perspective, Damian Harris is in that backfield, but he is injury prone and he's older. James Cook is dynamic. Last year as a runner, he was extremely efficient. Like everybody thought he was just going to be a receiver as a running back, like a Kenneth Gainwell almost for an Eagles perspective. Cook was very efficient in between the tackles and you can get him really later on. So if you're doing a zero RB strategy or you're really prioritizing receiver, tight end, quarterback, I think you should take James Cook for sure. I totally agree with Vinny Lyer from Locked On Fantasy Football and he's going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories, your vehicle will be anything you need right at your fingertips. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shucks, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they're going to make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. You're always going to be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the right parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. eBay Motors. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. 
All right, Eagles fans, we're continuing on this Monday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, and we are continuing on our stat-based questions for the Birds in 2023, moving over to the defensive side of the football. Thanks to all our listeners on Twitter and through our email, LockedOnEaglesPodcast at gmail.com, for sending in these stat-based questions. So let's do it on the defensive side of the ball. And, of course, the main one, who leads the Eagles in sacks? Is it Hassan Reddick for the second year in a row? Is it Josh Sweat? who gets better and better every single year? Is it one of the rookies? Is it Nolan Smith? Is it, is it Jalen Carter? Does Brandon Graham do even better than last year what I thought was worth the Comeback Player of the Year award? Is it Fletcher Cox? I mean, there are so many options. The Eagles last year nearly broke the 85 or 86 Bears single-season sack record. I thought they were going to do it. Will they come that close again this year with 70-plus? I don't think so. I don't think you're going to have four-plus guys with double-digit sacks. But they're going to be up there, like 50-plus, yes. They're absolutely still, to me, the deepest pass rushing unit in the NFL from how many edge rushers they have, defensive tackles as well. So who leads that deep unit in sacks? And again, there's the thumb injury with Hassan Reddick. There's questions about how healthy he's going to be to start the year. He's going to play, though, Sunday against New England, not going to miss the game. I would still bet it's Hassan. But I tell you what, if Gino was on the show right now, I think he might say Josh Sweat. Jo I just have a feeling Sweat, again, he gets better and better every single year. And last year, he finally became like an elite edge rusher. I mean, his get-off was the best in the NFL. I mean, the, um, the efficiency is incredible. I mean, his length and explosiveness, he put it all together. He's been putting it all together for a few years now. But last year, you really saw peak Josh Sweat. And again, I think there's still room to grow. I think the sack numbers can go up even more. So I really, my heart wants to say Josh Sweat, but Hassan Reddick is a top three pass rusher in the league. And I think this year he's got a little chip on his shoulder too because he didn't win Defensive Player of the Year last year despite playoffs combined leading the NFL in sacks. He was just on such a hot streak the second half of the year and in the playoffs that I think he's going to continue that. Even with the injury, even with how much I love Josh Sweat right now and the hype behind Sweat, I got to go with the alpha. I got to go with Hassan Reddick. But some more sack-based questions here. Who has more sacks, Brandon Graham or Nolan Smith? That's a good question. BG, the savvy vet that's got a year or two left. Is it the rookie? Is it Nolan Smith? I will say it's still BG. I think Brandon Graham will still out-snap Nolan Smith. I think Nolan's going to be used a lot more like Hassan Reddick, where he's dropping back in coverage at times. He got a lot of snaps at off-ball linebacker. Nolan Smith is going to be, I think, very much featured in this four-man rotation on the edge. Um, and he looked great in the preseason. But Brandon Graham, just every single year, just keeps telling you why he's not done. And last year, again, he should have been comeback player of the year. I think the lower snaps, the reduced snaps again this season, are going to keep him fresh. And a fresh Brandon Graham, even at the age he's at right now, the longest tenured Eagle of all time, I still think is going to have more sacks than Nolan. I think it will be close, though, for sure. Who has more sacks? Okay, here's a good question from one of our listeners. Rank the top four defensive tackles in that rotation based on sack numbers this year. So Fletcher Cox, Jalen Carter, Milton Williams, and Jordan Davis. Right now, I'd say Jalen Carter is going to lead this team in sacks. I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Jalen, by far, just I shouldn't say by far from a numbers perspective, but my confidence level right now, it's Jalen Carter. Number two, I'm not going to say Fletcher Cox. I'm actually going to say Milton Williams. The way Milton finished the year last year, his pass rushing efficiency, he gets to the quarterback. His snaps are going to increase this year. I, I think Jordan Davis is definitely going to be improved in this area. I'm not confident he suddenly turns into a Dexter Lawrence in 2023. I don't know if he's going to get there yet. So I think Milton Williams is going to be relied on more than we think. 
at this position on third down in obvious passing situations. So I think Milton Williams is actually number two, Fletcher Cox number three, and Jordan Davis number four. But that's a really good question for sure. All right, one more question to wrap up this Monday edition of Lockdown Eagles. Who has the most interceptions this year, replacing Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who led the Eagles last year in the entire NFL in interceptions? I, I mean, Reed Blankenship feels like a fun option. He was a ball hawk this summer. Sidney Brown, if you want to go based on odds, the best bang for your buck, if you're making this an actual bet through FanDuel, Sidney Brown, I think, is going to be a stud this year. I don't know, though. There's something about Darius Slay. I just I don't think he drops off this season. I think the interception numbers are going to go up. Right now, I'd say Darius Slay. Maybe Avante Maddox, again, if you're doing odds, but I, I just he's got to stay healthy first. I would say right now it's between Slay and Reed Blankenship. But give me about a month. Let's see how Sidney Brown looks to start the year off. I might say Sidney Brown when it's all said and done. But right now, I'd say Slayer, Reed Blankenship. And it, it could be Blankenship, just again, based on, again, how good the corners are in front of him. A lot of tip balls could lead to some great opportunities. Never mind, I'm switching it. I'm going to say Reed Blankenship over Darius Slay. Yeah, I'll say Blankenship. All right, Eagles fans, that's going to do it for this Monday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Gino will be back tomorrow for more shows for you as we get you ready for the season opener between the Birds and the Patriots on Sunday at 425. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go Birds.